right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I am your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with me, pretty much as always, as you're probably used to, is our marketing director, Jen Weibor. <clears throat> Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Adam. All right. It is still morning where we are. I know a lot of you it's watching true. or listening in syndication. It's not, but you're going to have to get over it. And <laughs> Jen, a lot of our audience is obviously strictly audio because the podcast has far greater listenership than the videos get viewership. But I would like to point out that Jen is appropriately attired in her Colorado Avalanche hoodie the morning after the Colorado Avalanche have secured the Stanley Cup for the first time in 21 years. And in fact, a lot of our pre-show chatters circumnavigated around <laughs> the fact that Jen and I have a really big event this week. Social Media Day Denver is going on on the actual Social Media Day global holiday of June 30th, as is the Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup Victory Parade. And neither the city of Denver nor the Avalanche consulted with us on whether or not we thought that was an appropriate <laughs> date and time conflicting with our big conference. Jen, I'll let you talk more about that as we get near the Sounds good. end of the podcast. But for the rest of you, we have a really great guest, a repeat guest, a uh, very, very local real estate agent to our market. In fact, we were having discussions about his market, which happens to be the market my fat butt is sitting in right now. Welcome back to the show, Ryan Davis. Hey, Ryan. Hey, buddy. Good to How see you. How are you, man? Yeah, it's been way yeah. too long. You're probably three Jeeps down the road since the last time no, I talked you, to I'm you. No, I'm at least one extra down the road. Yeah, All right. All right. That's true. Yeah, so our audience will uh, have to just get over the fact that you and I may very well spend 30 minutes talking about Jeeps instead yes. of talking about lead generation ideas or the real estate market, although that is a topic I would like for you to kind of entertain and educate our audience about, because I think that there's an awful lot of uneasy feelings going on, an awful lot of shitty propaganda out there, the media, so on and so forth. Had a client put in writing to me this morning that she felt the real estate values were plummeting. I don't think real estate values are actually going down. I do think the looney toony appreciation and the supply, well, we're easing a little in the supply and demand issue. I don't think we're going to continue to see 20% per year appreciation for years to come, but maybe we slow that down to 15 or even to 10. Not that that's healthy, not that's that's what would define a balanced real estate market, but you know, you've got your finger on the pulse of it, certainly for me, for where my home is, for where my office is, for where my team lives. I think, gosh, my team might all live in Douglas County. Yeah. Now I've got one in Arapahoe, Jen's in El Paso, <laughs> um, but in bordering no. counties. So this yeah. really hits home for us. So yeah, give us some insight, man. I don't, I don't want to bore our audience. We're not here to talk about real estate stats and that kind of shit, but I would like to know reality versus propaganda and how you're seeing it i mean the sky is falling right yeah oh, goodness mm -hmm. gosh i think you're right it's we're slowing down a little bit we're getting a little more inventory prices aren't the crazy as you say looney tune prices where 50 people are out the door and 40 offers are coming in and it's wave everything give all the cash that we can you know, it's not that type of market anymore. The interest rates are up a little bit. And it's provided some 
what I think is happening right now is a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction by the people that are suffering from FOMO. Ah, so the pendulum swings too far in the opposite direction. Right. Oh, my goodness. We missed it. We missed the best part. We better get on the market as soon as we can. And where where the where the prices and where the world is falling apart and that is in the seller's expectations. Yeah. I've had a lot of conversations with sellers and a lot of education on what does these interest rate rises mean? What does it mean to have you know a double or tripling of the days on market, which by the way is still below a normal average of days on market. Well, a healthy market is defined by 180. A six-month inventory is what defines a balanced market. Right. So, I mean, we're going from selling for over-asking price by a crazy amount in the matter of hours to a couple days if you held offers over the weekend to selling for maybe the asking price or maybe something with a contingency or just below asking price in 20 days, maybe 15 days. So two mark, two weekends on the market. So the conversations that I've been having with sellers is this FOMO of fear of missing out of the best prices. So they're getting on, they're seeing no activity in the first couple of days. They're panicking and then we're wanting to immediately reduce price because otherwise they're going to miss everything and they're going to lose money on their house. Mm. Give it okay. A- Give it a few, <laughs> give it a month or so of all of these folks cycling out. And I feel we're going to get into a more stable market, right? A more stable place where our footing's a little more securely on the ground. We're a little more used to having some days on market and some price reductions or some concessions giving. And in the fall, when we start picking back up in September, you know, it'll be more closer to a balanced market. A little more of what we were dealing with before the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 2019, you started seeing us fall a little bit, starting to recede and go even a little further days on market, a little more uh, price reductions, a little more concessions going on until COVID hit and then that changed everything. But we were already starting to go that way before this pandemic even happened. Oh, sure. No, it was just a unique time. It just happened to add to that perfect storm. But yes, no, the sky's not falling. We're, people are still moving. They're still selling their houses and they're selling the houses for what people are willing to pay for them. And it's going to be okay. I think <laughs> that that's true. But <clears throat> Ryan, you've been very good at a lot of this for a good number of years. We've sure. taken a good number of cues from you as a lot of our audience has when it comes to things that circumnavigate lead gen, really finding buyers, finding sellers, community engagement, community involvement, these kinds of things, which we know you've been really, really good about. And I think that one of the bigger concerns, and obviously our audience isn't really consumers. Sure. um, And we're talking about consumers, right? We're talking about sellers being upset that their house is on the market 20 days instead of 20 hours. That kind of thing. But I think that that ripple effect, right? We throw a pebble in the pond and eventually the ripples reach every shore that I think real estate agents and loan originators are even more 
propagandizing the sky is falling kind of thing. Um, from our perspective, a really good example of it is the yeah. metric shit ton of trigger lead communications going on. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what that is, uh, yeah. I pull a client's credit report to see what they can do for a mortgage. And the credit bureaus actually sell that little tidbit of information that somebody is shopping for a mortgage to literally dozens of mortgage entities. And I had one client last week or two tell me they received three dozen random communications. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Texts. I had another one this morning asking, hey, yeah. is this text legit? What is this? And it's a competitor, essentially. Not that I really feel I have competition other than myself. I just have to suck less tomorrow than I do today. That's all I'm really concerned about. But I think it's kind of a overall mindset or belief or nature in loan origination, in real estate sales, and certainly in some other industries as well. Um, I think we're starting to see a little softening in used cars, that kind of thing. But it seems to me that the sales professionals are ingesting an even greater panic than the consumer. So can we get a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of insight? Because my guess would be that your business is going to perform better in 22 than it did in 21, than it yeah. did in 20, yeah. than it did in 19. Yeah. Because you know what you need to do. You're going to put your head down. You're going to work hard. You're continue to do the things you know you need to be doing. And of course, you're not going to give in to the fear mongering. Right. All well, right. So, I mean, so help our audience out here, buddy. You know, it's funny. I see the exact same things. People are panicking. Agents are panicking. I'm never going to be able to sell another house. I'm never going to have a buyer that's going to be able to qualify these interest rates. Oh my gosh. It goes back to going back to basics. You know, my business, we've never changed the fundamentals that we do every single day. It's never changed. It's never stopped. We always improve on those. We're looking for ways to always continually improve the daily tasks that we're doing to set ourselves appointments and set myself appointments to go on with new buyers and new sellers. So that alone insulates my business and anybody else who, want, who practices this from any of these market swings, because it really doesn't matter if we've got 15% interest rates and a ton of inventory, or if we've got the lowest historical interest rates and no inventory, the process is still the same. The tactics are still the same and the fundamentals are still the same. So you go back to basics and repeat them and do the boring things that you need to do every day to fill your pipeline. Ah, uh, but you don't think they're boring. Some of them are boring. Like I'm, I'm, I, I really am not a fan of making a, you know, 50 phone calls in a day, but I do it. Okay. Right. Well, uh, what I like, what I I'm like, I'm not sure that that's what I'm driving at. But when you actually talk to those people, that yeah. part you enjoy. Right. So what I what I do like is is the appointment and going to that appointment and meeting with those people. So everything I'm doing is driving that model to set myself as many appointments as I can every single month to go on those so I get to do the cool things that I really like doing. The boring things lead to the cool things. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here's the gist for all of you 
uh, particularly those of you that, you know, are taking in the sky is falling kind of mentality. It's not. No. And even better, you probably already know what you need to be doing. Your contact management, adding to your contact database, your social media work, your video work, all of these things, all the things that you've done or have been <laughs> neglecting in the last couple of years, I guess would be a better way to describe it. You probably know 90% of the shit you need to be doing. You're just not doing it. You're just not doing it. Right. And you didn't do it in 20 and you didn't do it in 21 because the sun was shining and right. hay was being made. So you ignored that shit. And now you're seeing a downturn. You're Funny out thing of about You have no pipeline mm. and you have no process that you've been able to hone. Ah. And of course, if we had stayed loyal to our legion activities, if we had respected our calendar, if we'd respected our database, so on and so forth, through these last couple of years, it would still just be this consistent level. I mean, model. I'm starting to pick up more appointments now that interest rates are starting to rise than I did beforehand because the consistency of our messaging and my messaging through our community events, through our smaller events, through our co-partner events and our regular lead generation has been so consistent. People see us as an expert and they do rely on me as an expert for some of that information on what to do when things are starting to seemingly get tough based on what the world is shoving down their throats. Mm. Very, very true. And, you know, forgive me because I'm not going to have the same grip on it that Jen will. So I'm going to make her interject with a little bit of information, Jen, you don't have oh, to, boy. you know, exhibit oh, no. this skill set. When I'm studying mortgage rates, and obviously we do it, you know, hour by hour in our line of work, I'm really micro-focused on one particular client at a time. What is going on in the market? What is best going to serve them? How am I going to make sure that this transaction honors their dollars, not just at time of closing, but in a year, in three, in five, so on and so forth. A much more macro view of it is the stuff that Jen does. And she kind of uh, plays in what the market does day by day rather than minute by minute, transaction by transaction. And Jen, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like we kind of peaked, like rates have even started to come back down since the last Fed meeting. Yeah, it's been a little steadier, knock on wood. Um, we're not having the big jumps during the day or big drops during the day. It's seeming to get a little, I mean, I I get nervous even saying that, but um, it, seemed a, it seemed a little Still bit Still in better. the market to buy a house. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking when you were talking earlier, I got three text messages and two Facebook messages from other LOs trying to get me to do mortgages through them That's and funny. i was annoyed as hell so i can't imagine getting three dozen, dozen. Three, i would i would lose my shit so yeah, yeah. know your audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jen works for a mortgage company to those of you that are you know trying to, <laughs> to solicit her to use you for a mortgage she actually yeah. works for a mortgage broker. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that we've kind of seen it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be some time before we see mortgage rates settle back into a level that we're expecting, that we're more accustomed to. We're not going to see two. I talked to a client today that I refinanced last year, maybe early this year, two and a quarter on a 30, right? Yeah. We're not going to see that shit maybe ever again. 
three to four, probably reasonable. Where we're at now between five and six, although it looks like we are kind of rolling back closer to five. Um, that kind of thing is, you know, likely uh, a recession, you know, will drive interest rates down. We're certainly uh, in that, depending on what your opinion of recession is. If you don't think we're already in it, you probably think we're headed into it. Um, so it's got to be one or the other. Next year, we'll see some of that. I don't think there's anything in the economic pipeline that's going to impact housing. There's still such a significant supply and demand issue there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the gist here is that, God, those of you that are in sales and reaped your bounties in 20 and 21, just keep doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. It, it's no different. The, you know, you want to know what the significant difference is going to be for all of you this year, next year? People are going to exit your business. Yeah. Real estate agents. I mean, we already know 80% are gone in two years. That number will bump. Mortgage originators, mass yeah. exodus. Yeah. Uh, you know, in every one of these little arenas where the job is actually to generate leads God. and people haven't been or don't know how or they're buying shitty trigger leads from the credit bureaus, these people are going to be gone. Right. And so even if it is a smaller pie, everybody's going to have bigger pieces. So, yeah, stay focused, stay diligent, do the work you know you're supposed to be doing. Some of you ignored it the last couple of years. Those of you that didn't, like Ryan, guess what? <laughs> going to be a bigger year for you than it was the year before, the year before, the year before, the year before, because that shit snowballs. So just keep on keeping on. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't even know how else to address that subject. But, right, tell us what some of the things you are up to are like. We're still doing big neighborhood events, community events, having, yeah. having the barbecues. What are you guys up to? Yeah, so I have been heavily seated in community-based and sphere-based events for seven years. And we are continuing to do variations and newer events and the same big anchor events in communities and within our personal sphere um just as we always have like i said we're not we're just doing the same things we've always been doing but we're just continuing to hone them into better versions of them each time we do them okay a, a large base of our referrals and our contacts and our new leads come from those events uh, I also, we also, you know, I've also do a lot of phone calling as well. Um, you know, it's just, I figure I really look at that as a basics as being a salesperson is the more people you talk to, the better chances are you have to get an appointment to get through the sales process. So oh, I sure. make a lot of phone calls and I do a lot of social uh, advertising and media as well. Um, not like the, the reels yet. I'm, I haven't gone into the fads of you know the TikTok <laughs> and of the youngers right but um i still do post a lot of things and i try to post things that i do uh to show that i'm a person of attraction you know sure you know, well, i gotta I'm tell you ryan millennials have officially taken over TikTok as the most prevalent generation using oh, TikTok. We isn't, that, isn't that both of you kicked gen z off from tiktok as the majority so 
Yeah, I'm, I'm in my mid forties, man. I'm not anywhere. Oh, I guess not. All right. I'm not anywhere <laughs> near that. I love to have somebody uh, on my team doing social media, uh, you know, because I, I, you know, I stick to Facebook and and, and Instagram just because it syndicates, but that's about it. Well, but, I mean, this is where your audience runs. That's right, not an right. unimportant tidbit. Yeah, there. I mean, it's like the people that we converse with live there. The right. People that are in our demographic, live in that world. Like know? people in their mid-40s. Right. Thank you. They love, they, listen, they love my jeeping videos. Yeah. Right? They love the, the, the baseball games and the soccer games with the kids and all that good stuff. But, you know, we, like one of my models is do what you love and do it often. And, you know, I, that really does kind of refocus all of just my family and me back into where our demographic and you know, geographic areas that we sell and live. You know, if I'm doing the things that I really love to do and I do them as often as I can, then the people that also do those things that are in that same world are attracted to me. And then they learn about our real estate and, and then connect. Okay, so it's, we're going to talk about social media heavily all week long. Social Media <laughs> Day is this week. The Social Media Day Denver Conference is this week, on and on. And Ryan, all you basically did there was describe your general activity in Facebook. And without knowing it, you hit on like a dozen important points that go on in social media. One, people want to know who you are, not what you do. Right. Jeep guy. Father husband, whatever. There's a long list there that we want people consuming our content. We're yep. going to be authentic. We're going to be transparent. Ryan is admitting to all of you that he is not doing TikTok videos because he is not a fucking belly dancer. Yeah. Right? This yeah. is this is real. This what is mean? authentic. We want people consuming our content on social media. In order to do that, we got to be authentic. We've got to be transparent because we're tired of being sold to. Yeah, we're, we're tired of it. We're I don't know when the very first TV ad ran, but it was within our lifetimes. And we have been somebody's target audience since then, since birth. And we're tired of it. It's it's awful. It's ridiculous. So Ryan is doing what in his mind is appropriate social media activity. And what he's, you know, just got idling in the background is that it's ticking all these boxes of how all of you should be approaching your social media. Spend time in the box. Be productive with it. Be intentional with it. Be authentic. Be transparent. Put out there the kinds of things you do that don't have anything to do with your real estate practice, your mortgage practice, your insurance practice, your car sales business, whatever it is, because people know what you do. They want to know who you are. So what the result of that is, is Ryan is attracting people that are like him, that think like him. Those are the ones consuming his content. Those are also the people he would want to work with. That's right. Because they're going to have shit in common. Now, the flip side of that, that none of us gives enough credit to because we don't see it going on, is that we're repelling people that we wouldn't want to work with. We are organically repelling people that don't like us, which is great because we don't want to work with them anyway. Right. So yeah, Ryan, you know, really nailed it there. But <laughs> yeah, there's so much going on in that. Jen, what am I missing? I mean, this is big when it comes to social media stuff. I mean, I think you really hit on it. And I, 
I, what we coach on, what I coach on specifically when it comes to social media is because, you know, the topics all come up and it's been prevalent right now of politics and religion and what you're going to post and what you're not going to post. And what I coach on is whatever you're going to post, are (laughs) you willing to lose business over it? Does it mean enough to you that you don't want to work with those people that have the opposite opinion? And that's the mindset that I, that I coach on, that I do practice in my own life. Um, And by staying in your lane and staying true to what's important to you, you're going to do exactly what Adam's talking about. You're going to attract those people that you're actually going to have a good time working. Like you got into this business, not just, hopefully not just to make money, but like to have a good time, right? Like to, to meet people you actually give a shit about. And the best way to do that is to be who you actually are and stop trying to just fade into the gray of everyone else. Cause then you're just boring and no one wants to work with you anyway. No one wants to see the just listed, just sold, just, hey, look at me. I'm at a model home, you know, walking through a house that's not even mine. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it, no. I know that real estate 101 teaches to, you know, post what you're doing so people know that you're a realtor. I get it. I mean, at some point you do do that to just break into it. Sure. I did. Well, and you got to have those calls to action. You got it. I mean, but you oversaturate it and it's just, it's too much. Yeah. And you can get creative in how you share it too. Uh, We talk a lot about like showcasing your team on your social media, all those people that are behind the scenes that make it possible to do what you do show them because then it's that nice cross between personal, because you probably love these people that you, hopefully you love these people that you work with that are on your team that support you. And it's personal and business that way without screaming, here's my latest listing with a picture of the infamous Canva house that, Am- that Adam and I always love. Like, yep. See, Ryan knows what we're talking about. The damn Canva house. Like just. There, there have been a couple of bad examples. Uh, you found a builder. There's made a, a giant banner out on the, the west Canva side of Denver house. using that house. Yeah, Out near Red Rocks. These have to be at least, I mean, I don't know numbers really well, but at least million dollar homes, right? Red Rocks, Morrison. Right. And they have the Canva house. And those listening, if you don't know what the Canva house is, it is the stock image house photo in Canva uh-huh. that every designer and their mom uh-huh. is using in graphics. For the last take, 20 years. Yeah. Take three seconds to scroll further in their stock images. And Canva's amazing. It's I'm the not first, dodging. It's the first it's one. The first one. Mm-hmm. It's the first one. And it mm-hmm. in the late 90s-ish. Uh, it was the first one I used on, you know, a mortgage flyer back when I was working for another brokerage. It looks real nice. Right? Yeah, because it's got pretty colors. And yeah, especially yeah. for Adam, it's got like purples and pinks. So it goes with the core logo really I well. I would live there. Yeah. Well, whoever's house that is, I hope I hope that they made good money off yeah, of that stock photo. The, the syndication there should be <laughs> sick. Um, so, Jen, what else kind of social media shit should we be focused on? And what else are... Uh, you know, you're going to talk about what else are your speakers going to talk about at Social Media Day this week that would have this same kind of impact and influence? I mean, I'm going to talk about using Facebook's toys and tools to your to your advantage, because I mean, you guys are right. Like a lot of homeowners or prospective homeowners still live in the Facebook, the meta world. Let's just call it that. Um, So the biggest things like Adam and I have been talking to our coaching clients. If you get set up as a digital creator on your personal profile on Facebook, you can now, well, it takes a couple of days before the settings kick in. You can schedule posts to your personal profile. That's a big deal. 
It's huge. It's That's huge. A big deal. Um, I noticed another big change world. this week. Uh, Facebook Pay, which we use religiously. And again, I think the gist here is that if you have the opportunity to use a Facebook toy tool when there's another one that exists that you are using, if you can text, use Facebook Messenger. If you're going to do Venmo shit or uh, a Zelle or uh, I know I'm PayPal, PayPal. Uh, I'm probably missing others, uh, use Facebook Pay. Facebook wants you using their toys. You're going to get MetaPay. That's right. That's the (laughs) one we picked up this weekend. Facebook Pay is now MetaPay. Yeah. Um, But Adam's going to talk about video marketing. I mean, if you're not doing video, then you're, what, 25 years behind at this point. Um, And we will have a speaker talk about Reels and TikTok because short videos are becoming where it's at. Um, YouTube has their short videos, too. And you don't have to dance around. You don't have to act stupid in order to get to make good content on these platforms. I, I like seeing um, Ryan dance, though. I mean, I, I mean, I was thinking right. these, these Jeep Little videos would do great on TikTok. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> and yes, now Ryan has solidified his mid forty steps. Um, our closeout speaker is a martial artist that's going to bring in the breakthrough mindset for bringing together your business and your marketing and all that. His name is Chris. I'm not going to butcher his last name. I've got to ask him how to say it before I introduce him on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I try not to butcher people's last names because mine gets butchered all the time. So, um, we have a LinkedIn specialist. Angie Callen is coming to speak. I'm really excited to see what she has to say. Uh, we've, struggled with LinkedIn speakers and finding people that speak specifically on LinkedIn. So I was really excited to find her. Uh, A big thank you to Cami Gildner for introducing us. Uh, What else? Our website sponsor, the same guy has sponsored the Social Media Day website for years, like six years and never been on the stage to speak. So I asked him to speak this year and he's going to talk about uh, your homepage and how to utilize your homepage to the best advantage. So I'm really, that's Peter Brissette. I'm really excited to see him speak. Oh, and we got to talk about iPie Pizza. Lunch is fully sponsored by iPie pizza. pizza on, ca- on pizza. campus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So lots of good things. I'm really excited. It's nine to four on Thursday. Uh, especially if you're local, it's not too late to get your ticket. Um, they are $147 for the whole day, lunch included. There'll be giveaways, all that fun stuff, and you get to meet some badass people. So that's a true story. How do how can I get a ticket? Socialmediadaydenver.com. Okay. Pretty yeah. easy. Social... Or text tips to six three five six six, but socialmediadaydenver.com will take you right there. Right. What else do we want to harass Ryan about? Because I love this. We haven't seen Ryan in person in forever. Yeah, we're gonna hold his feet to the fire on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet, hey, listen, I, I'm going up to do Red Cone in, a, in about a week, so you can come up with me and do that. Now that figures, because I'm about to take off for the beach for a few weeks. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I would prefer to go up in altitude or yeah. latitude, yeah. which is both yep. in the case of Red Cone, because I abhor the heat, but I I, uh, I go where my wife tells me to go. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Smart decision. All right. Yeah. All right, Jen, take us home. All right, guys, if you want to find out more about us, text TIPS to 63566. As I mentioned, you can get your ticket for Thursday for Social Media Day Denver. Uh, And right after that, I'm going to launch tickets for Mile High Mastermind, which is our fall conference. I guess it's technically still summer, but September 16, 17. That one's at the University of Denver. Um, 
sales focused, lead generation focused. That is the sixth annual Mile High Mastermind coming up this September, which is crazy. Uh, You can also find recent episodes of the show. You can book a free hour of coaching with us. You can get a copy of Adam's book, Just the Tips. I turned off my blur, so it's not all weird this week. (laughs) Someday in the future, you'll be able to get Adam's second book that he's currently working on. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, and all I'm working on it. Videos. Wow, did you feel the guilt come across <laughs> there? Uh, uh, I, I'd like to. I'd like to apologize to my mother that that role has now been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. did fill your office with a bunch of women, so you did this to yourself. Okay, <laughs> it's true. Yes. It's true. But yeah, text tips to six three five six six guys, um, and you can find out probably more than you could ever want to know about just the tips coaching. Probably true. Well, Ryan, thanks, man. I thanks. we love having you on the get on the show. You're a fantastic guest, and I know it's hard to carve out this kind of time on a Monday morning when you're busy. So, really, thank you, brother. This is awesome. a, a big deal for us, and it's not all that often that we get to have somebody so hyper local, which is also <laughs> really it. cool. Could probably walk over to Ryan's house today probably. if I wasn't, uh, you know, so out of shape that I uh, wouldn't want to walk for now. Um, but uh, you guys can tune in pretty much every Monday at 1030 Mountain Time to catch the newest episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. And other than that, I think we'll sign off there. You guys have an amazing week. We will not be with you next week. It will be the 4th of July, as crazy as that is. That's insane. So I know, right? It'll be the 4th of July a week. So you guys all have a wonderful holiday. Uh, celebrate your nation's independence by blowing up a small part of it. That's right. Uh, as as uh, I think that was Apu from The Simpsons that told us to do that as he was selling fireworks. Um, so, yeah, you guys all have a great week, a great holiday, and we'll see you in two. See you. Bye, guys.